yeah. All right. Take it easy, baby. Make it last. Make it last. All right. She was an American girl. Welcome in, everybody, to the 62nd episode of Talk of a Haunted House, a scary movie podcast, where we are breaking down the... That's right, The Silence of the Lambs from 1991. We'll break down the plot. Scariest and funniest moments of the movie. Best kill, winner and loser. We'll rate the... Silence of the Lambs. 1 to 100 on our all-time scary movie list. And we will discuss, could this happen in real life? And would we recommend this movie? Before all of that, wherever you're currently listening to us, you know where. You know where. Spotify, Spotify for podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Mm, anybody? Make sure you go on there, subscribe to us. But really... Just give us five stars, even if you don't subscribe. Just hang the fifth star really helps us out, so we would appreciate that. Also, follow us on Twitter. You can follow me, your co-host, Ryan King, at Ryan underscore King underscore now. You can follow the show and our co-host, Davis Dillingham, on Twitter. I'm assuming you said it already. It was just silent. First of all, also, by the way, isn't it silencing the lambs? Like, you're oh, trying to silence the lambs. Oh. It's not the silence of... I don't know. The silence whole... is, like, after, you know? Like, they are, they have been silenced, so they now are... That it now is the silence of... I don't, I don't Maybe know. Maybe just a bad title. Maybe that's what it's we're It's honestly... Maybe it's just a bad title. Getting ahead of me. Getting ahead of me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You can follow me personally at the real double D's on Twitter. Just DS and N. No E's in between. And more importantly, go talk, follow talk of the house, talk of the haunted house, excuse me. Or you can follow talk of the house. Also sister podcast. You want to get that? Either one works. Either one works. (laughs) Follow talk of the haunted house on Twitter at talk of the house, underscore all one word, underscore at the end. Make sure you go follow. Give us any um, compliments, any disgusting reviews any movies you want to see us do this season we would love some suggestions and on top of that um you may complain now because i will let everybody know that i'm playing a flu game today so i'm gonna try to mute the coughs and sniffles and stuff but otherwise i'm sorry like i'm just i'm trying but we'll it's probably not gonna be perfect what an all-time performance we're about to witness what an opportunity that maybe at least i have my voice like i could have your voice from whatever episode that was man i i was thinking about that the other day man we'd have to go back through there was a rough one somewhere in there early on it was was weird you didn't sound like yourself at all it was strange bad uh but you weren't sick was the weird part no i didn't feel bad clearly something was going on i just anyway before we get to everything we just mentioned davis always has a history breakdown this one is not new 1991 older than we are finally it's nice true Um, true yeah good one um, I had never seen this movie, which I know might shock some people. Um, had you ever seen it? Probably. How many times once, have you seen it? Just once, just once okay. before. So nothing okay. crazy. And it, it had definitely been, it's been a while since I've seen it. So it's I, been a good time. I remember like the major plot points, but I didn't, I wouldn't so say only I, I could have just recited the plot view, to One view combined Collectively, before doing yeah. this podcast. That's, that's pretty wild. So what do you have for us for a movie that's over 30 years old and, Neither of us were like huge fans or anything. Like I had never seen it. You'd only seen it once. So what do you got for us? True. My God, this, I don't have a running tally. This is up there for most notes for a, a history background breakdown for a, a movie, both in the amount I, I wrote down and the amount available. So I could see that. Um, first, I'd like to give us a little shout out for uh, unintentionally bringing worlds together with the, uh, the new season of True Detective out right now with Jodie Foster. I don't know if uh, I don't think that was planned at all, but I mean, have you watched that at all? By the way, 
Uh, no, I haven't watched it since season one. Um, but okay, yeah. I did two, see the commercial. Seasons, seasons two and three are not good. I would not watch this. Four is good. I have enjoyed four a lot. Okay. It's kind of up and down reviews from people. I've enjoyed it a lot. I think it's really good. Anyways, we're gonna try to fly through this because I seriously did write down a shit ton. Okay, directed by Jonathan Dim or Dimmy, who also directed. Um, shout out to Denzel Washington, one of our uh, favorite mm. actors between the two of us, Philadelphia and The Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Um, and also won the Oscar for Best Director for this film. Um, mm. Speaking of that, this is the third total and most recent film to win five Oscars in all of the ma- major categories, being Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, or Leading Actor, I should say, Best Leading Actress, and Best Adapt- Adapted Screenplay. The other two being... Where'd it go? It happened one night, which is like from 1934. Who the fuck cares? The other one, starring one of Ryan's favorite actors of all time, Jack Nicholson, uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest mm. in 1976, maybe? Yeah. A rare feat. A rare feat. Um, but yeah, impressive on its own to win those five major categories. I think it was a lot easier back then to do than it is today, but mm. that's neither here nor there. Based on the novel by the same name by Thomas Harris and is actually, I think, the second book in the series that he wrote about Hannibal Lecter, Red Dragon being the first book. I know Red Dragon is eventually made in a movie in like 2004. No. Yeah, I think like 2004 or something like that. Um, they went – I can't remember what the one after – or the, I think it just might be Hannibal is the next movie, mm, the yeah. sequel, which is also based off the book series. Um, and then they went back and did a prequel with Red Dragon. Um, what else do we have here? One of six horror movies to ever be nominated for Best Picture. I know we've done this trivia before, Ryan. I Maybe you don't remember it. Could you oh. name the six total? Oh, I guess the other five, since you know. Jaws. And, and this is the only horror movie to ever win Best Picture. I will say that. Jaws. Jaws is correct. Um, I know um, Exorcist. Absolutely. Um, mm, mm, uh, Rosemary's Baby. No, no. Exorcist Psycho. was no. Exorcist is the oldest movie that there was. Ugh. These next three, Shiny. I think one. No, one is in like the nineties, I believe. The other is in like the two thousand tens, and the what? last one is in like the twenty, the late twenty. 20- Oh, I think? uh that would be get out. Yep, yep, yep. That correct. would be get out. Twenty tens though? I think it might be late two thousands. Whoa. That's I will insane. say when I watched the movie, I did not realize it was categorized as horror. It's kind of a psychological oh. thriller type. It's, it's um, not Parasite, but it's kinda like that or something. Starring yeah, Natalie Portman. Oh, Black Swan? Yeah, there you go. Yep. And what were the other two? What years what are we looking at here? Last one I think is in the nineties, I believe. Stars Bruce Willis. Oh, uh, Sixth Sense. Yeah, there you go. We got there. We got there. We got. Let's go. (laughs) I'll forget the next time you ask me. Exactly. (laughs) Whatever we do. It's like the third time we've done that. Whatever we do, Sixth Sense. Yeah, we'll do that again. Third time we've done. We'll run it back. We'll run it back. Jaws and extra. Of course, starring Anthony Hopkins and Jodie Foster. Originally, Michelle Pfeiffer was Mm. offered the role for Clarice. but turned it down. Meg Ryan also turned it down. Hmm. Um, eventually, Jodie Foster was really adamant about getting the role and was kind of pandering to 
the director and eventually she got it after those two um sean connery also was originally offered the role as hannibal Lecter, which mm. don't think i could picture that one really no that's um, weird no, i like sean connery but i don't i don't know maybe he'd surprise us i don't know no. um too, anthony hopkins like you can't like you can be charming but you can't be like that is true it's too much that's true anthony hopkins does have the the baby blue eyed i can stare. see it with him like you know what I can see this guy being crazy. Like yeah. I, I could see that. You know, Sean Connery, like, no, he's acting. Sean Connery's almost too sweet, little old man. Hey, vibes, how, are you? How, how are you? And that's the whole guy? thing you with know, the accent. Like, no, no, be no, like, no, I, no, I can't. Yeah, that's I can't. <laughs> um, Hopkins developed the voice for Hannibal Lecter, drawing inspiration from the HAL 9000 computer in 2001: Space Odyssey. Hmm. Fully put put it out there. Haven't seen the movie. I know it's a a great movie directed yeah. by. Um, oh no! Why did I just forget Ridley Scott? By? No, that's a great guess. That is a you're, you're thinking Alien. Dang it. Um, who did The Shining? My goodness. Um, oh, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. There we go. Um, and also the, I don't know what you want to call this person. There's like a, several movies about him. Truman Capote. Mm. A social, I don't know. Anyways. Um, <laughs> we're only halfway done, folks. Stay with me here. <laughs> the, <laughs> the FBI Behavioral Science Unit. Um, assisted in the making of this movie and how the FBI would work mm. and some of their tactics through all of that stuff. That makes sense. Um, kind of doubling back to the whole Oscar, um, Oscar discussion. Anthony Hopkins with 24 minutes and 52 seconds of screen time is the second shortest amount of screen time for an actor to win um, best actor. I have no idea who the first is. And oh, we're not even gonna, yeah, sorry. Gonna sorry, disappointment, man. Yeah. Well, I think I read it and I was like, I don't know who that is. So moving oh, okay. on. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one's, oh. Oh, but I, there, I would say that there's a longstanding legend about kind of this movie that Anthony Hopkins never blinks during yeah. this role um, to seem creepier. And that's not true at all. He definitely blinks. I was going to say, I didn't notice that. I've heard that before. I didn't think about it watching, but I, it doesn't seem right. Literally the first time you see him, he's blinking. I was like, well, that's not right. <laughs> but it should be noted at least that like he only blinks in special moments and like very, they're like conscious blinks. They're not like quick okay. little blinks. They're like slow. Okay. Um, the cocoon that uh, we're jumping a little bit ahead into the plot here. Mm-hmm. Um that's pulled from the mouth is made of Tootsie Rolls and gummy bears. It makes um, total sense. It looks like a so turd. If it, like, to so be if it got swallowed. That's what it looks like. It does not look like a cocoon. Smart, though. So if it got swallowed, you'd just be like, oh, well, that's fine. Uh, it'll just, be okay. It's okay. Um, this movie also selected by the Library of Congress for preservation. I know they only select certain amounts of movies and, like, albums and books and stuff to keep for preservation. For what? I don't know. Maybe the aliens. <laughs> um like <laughs> I don't. I don't. I that really don't like know. Such a what. pointless government thing to do. Like, just I, do I really don't understand. It's just like I don't. Sure, just preserve it. Is it in so a vault? Funny. I don't know. Um, Anthony Hopkins was dating Martha Stewart around the time of this movie, and allegedly Martha Stewart ended her relationship with Anthony Hopkins because she couldn't separate him from his role of Hannibal Lecter, which I kind it's of understand. Fair. I don't blame her at it's, all. I don't blame her. Seems like he's a, he's not acting much. Like there's doesn't seem like a leap for him. You know? I agree. I agree. And finally, uh, famous horror director George A. Romero makes a cameo in the hmm. movie. It's a fun fact. Doing what? Do you know? He's one of the guards that's pulling Clarice out of oh. the out of the room in Baltimore. I think they're in. Or okay. no, okay. I can't remember where that. 
whenever they move Lecter to the different mm-hmm. place and he's like in that building there he's one of those points and I feel bad because I don't remember what his famous movie is that he directed it's like the Dawn of the Dead maybe I mm. think it's good maybe not I don't yet, think so I don't think Night of that. the Living Dead I think it's Dawn of the Dead yeah maybe the original Hills Have Eyes I can't remember mm. That's all we got. Jesus Christ, that well, was a long one. That reminds me. Uh, it's funny you bring up that point. That reminds me that Clarice Starling and FDA. No, 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 no. Oh. <laughs> uh, time out. That's what I'm saying. Time I out. I could sneak right like a good sentence by you before we – Like, I thought I was going to get like a full you know, sentence. No, I, I saw that one coming from a mile away. Damn. I may be sick, but I'm not that sick. Damn it. You're on your game. See, here we go. I'm trying to. I've got this Gatorade over here. I'm trying to get my electrolytes up. We are taking a time out, and we are doing so because we're about to break down the plot and everything in it. So if you would like to pause now, go watch the movie. It conveniently left HBO Max right when we were about to watch it. That's so convenient, oh. right? So it's not for watch on any of the normal streaming apps. So you, once again, go give your money to Amazon Fork or over Apple. your dollar bills, everybody. <laughs> your Your Buffalo dollar bills. Nice, nice one. Um, go, go watch it. Come back, or you could go read the book. I guess that'd be an interesting eh. twist as well. Probably not the same, but go watch it. Come back, listen to our shenanigans and rating of the movie. Continue our now. Clarice Starling, an FBI trainee, is assigned by her boss Jack Crawford to interview the incarcerated Hannibal Lecter, a highly intelligent former psychiatrist and cannibalistic serial killer. Crawford secretly hopes to get insights into a psychopathic serial killer known as Buffalo Bill, who kills overweight women and skins them. Sterling meets Lecter in a cell at the Baltimore State Hospital for the criminally insane, although initially courteous. Lecter rebuffs her, deducing Crawford's true motive. As she's leaving, another prisoner, Miggs, flings his semen at her, angering Lecter, who changes his mind and provides Sterling a clue. The clue leads her to a jar holding a man's severed head. The man is linked to Buffalo Bill, and Lecter offers to profile the killer on the condition that he's transferred away from Dr. Frederick Chilton, whom he detests. Meanwhile, Lecter influences Miggs into swallowing his own tongue and committing suicide, presumably to avenge his revolting action towards Starling, and another victim is found with a death's does, head moth lodged in her throat. How does... I just one swallow their own tongue, right? Can we figure that out? You'd have to clip the bottom thing there. Whatever that well, I would called. think you'd have to cut off the tongue completely, right? Like, you can't just swallow it. Never try it. Or you can't. <laughs> that was... No, Ryan, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It, while you're listening at home, please try. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's, not, try. Let's not do that. Uh, in Tennessee, Buffalo Bill abducts Catherine Martin who is the daughter of a U.S. senator. Crawford authorizes Starling to offer Lecter a fake deal, promising a prison transfer if he helps them capture Buffalo Bill in time to rescue Catherine. Instead, Lecter demands a quid pro quo, offering clues in exchange for personal information about Starling, and she agrees. Chilton exposes Starling's deceit and offers Lecter a new deal. Lecter agrees and is flown to Memphis, where he gives Senator Martin accurate information on Buffalo Bill's appearance, but falsely identifies him as Lewis Friend. Starling figures out the name is an anagram of iron sulfide, a.k.a. fool's gold. She visits Lecter, now imprisoned in Tennessee. She describes a traumatic childhood incident wherein she heard, here we go, 
lambs screaming at slaughter in the barn, but could not save them. Lecter speculates that she hopes saving Catherine will end the reoccurring nightmare she has from this event. Satisfied, he returns the case files to her. That evening, Lecter brutally kills his two guards and escapes from his cell. Once again, though, I'm sure we'll get into this end of the kills. Thing. Really dumb. They are just lingering in the cell. Like they're just lingering around. Very like, much oh, so. what, are you, what are you painting over here? And let me just roll these. Like, dude, drop the food and get out. Like, it was a different time, you know. It was the '90s. Everybody felt pretty safe generally. Early '90s. Generally, though. early. 90s. It was basically the '80s. If we're talking about when the movie was made, which is basically like the 1800s, which you wish exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with her notes from Lecter, Starling figures out that Buffalo Bill knew his first victim. That was Frederica Bimmel. She travels to Bimmel's Ohio hometown and discovers that she and Buffalo Bill were both tailors. In Bimmel's room, she finds evidence that reveals Buffalo Bill is making a suit with human skin. The culprit is a man named James Gum, who believes he is transsexual but was deemed too violent to apply for a sex change operation. Crawford and an FBI hostage rescue team storm Gum's residence in Illinois but find the house empty. Meanwhile... Starling follows a lead that takes her to the house of Bimmel's former client. There, she reads, she meets the real James Gum, realizing he is Buffalo Bill after spotting a dead man's a dead a death's head moth. Not not easy to say. No. She she pursues him and finds Catherine trapped in a dry well in the cavernous basement. Gum stalks Starling with night vision goggles, but reveals himself by cocking his revolver. She reacts quickly and shoots him dead. At the FBI Academy graduation party, Starling receives a phone call from Lecter, who is in the Bahamas. I mean, turn up at a. Uh, yeah. I mean, good lord, like that's he's living it, living at large. I would at too. A, I don't I mean, know. They didn't say how long he's been in prison, but like many years. It was, yeah. it was like fifteen years. It was many years. Probably it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the airport, he assures her that he has no intention of pursuing her and requests that she return the favor, which she says she cannot. He hangs up stating that he is, quote, having an old friend for dinner as he trails a newly arrived Chilton into the crowd. In Gotta say, one of the most clever ending lines to a movie. It's great. No, it is a great ending. Something uh. that I will mention here because it's not going to come up in the winner or loser or anything, but I've mentioned this before, and I wish I had the movie off the top of my head. I want to say maybe Insidious 2, and I made it my loser. Maybe my, I don't remember what I made it, but how at the time, especially because I think it was one of the Insidiouses, was so is so much newer. So ninety one was a while back for this. Mm-hmm. They're really thinking, how can we make Buffalo Bill weird? Like, what can we do that is so out there? He'll just be crazy. And all they could come up with, other than, of course, you know, being a serial killer and skinning people, they, got, they uh, couldn't stop there. They couldn't natural. stop there. Yeah, yeah. They made him think he is a transsexual. Another reason, just like the Insidious one, Science of the Lambs. Not being made in 2024, ladies and gentlemen. Just going to let you know that right now. Yeah, Not getting yeah. made. And I'd seen some arguments made by the director saying that he's not – Buffalo Bill's not actually transsexual, but that he wants to be a woman because he hates himself so much. But I don't – definitely don't think that's I verbalized in that, the movie. Because yeah, but... they even say he thinks he is, as like, which I'm like, what does that mean, he thinks he is? Doesn't that mean like, right. isn't this kind of yeah. something you think you are or you aren't? Like it – like – that's all it takes, you know? Anyway. Right. I don't know. It was – I agree. Wait, what was the insidious one? Am I – what am I forgetting I remember where that? it's like the, the 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 little boy is dressed up like a girl by the mom and then oh, like grows up yeah, and yeah, is, yeah, is yeah, doing yeah. that. Yeah, you know? like, yeah. 
think about Insidious like, 2. Just, Insidious this is Park so wild. Like, it's yeah. so wild. This yeah. will seem crazy. And now here we are now. That wouldn't people wouldn't blink at that. You're not blinking at that. No. That's no. like, oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah I get it. So, Davis, scariest moment of the movie. What do you got? I first of all, a little bit difficult to do because it's not exactly a jump scary ghost monsters uh type movie. That was weird. Um, so you have, I would say in general, you have very limited things to pull from. I will give honorable mention to um, Buffalo Bill's hand, like right in front of Clarice's face at the very end, like reaching out to her because think about that. And it's one of those things where like when you're in a dark house as a kid, you're like, Oh, you can feel just like the somebody's fingers on the back of your neck, and that was like a visualization of that. So that was creepy itself. Yeah. But even though I expected it coming, um, I remember the shock of Hannibal Lecter taking off the skin, the face skin mask, and that that's such one such a good twist, and two so freaking creepy when you think about, you know, they kind of showed his his face while he was laying on the gurney and stuff. But like, once you get that reveal, it's like, Oh, Holy crap. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. But what do you think? What do you have? Uh, I probably would have had that, that's why I, but I knew you were going with it. That's why I did not pick it. I will get say out of only, my mind, brother, the only critique I have at that is like, it doesn't just fit on like a puzzle piece. You couldn't tell that this is like a face being put on another. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. Like, what are you talking about? Like when he's laying there, you could definitely tell like, this is definitely like, Skin on top of skin. Anyway, one would think. One would think it's a good twist. Or when he was when he was like shaking around the gurney, like surely yes. that thing's moving around. Yeah, it's, but... That really did bug me. But <laughs> if I if I suspend disbelief, um, it's a good twist. So I do like that. There, um, the whole kidnap is pretty creepy because like how he was doing. I was like, man, this is really clever. It's a good way to pretty done by well, her. But like, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I'm almost positive that's something. Ted Bundy used to do is pretend to like have his arm in a sling and like ask for help. It makes and perfect sense. Get people yeah, in the like, car. Hey, yeah. I can't get it over the lip. Like, why don't you? Yeah. Get As it was happening, I was like, I don't think I'd fall for this. I'd be like, I'm just not going to get in. But like, yeah, yeah. if your guard is down, it's it seems pretty like reasonable. I've been looking at say where I ended up people, in the back. You know, people like were that. probably friendlier back then. Though. Very true. I people would, are like, that's, that's why you need to be mean like me and be like, nope. And just keep walking. You don't have to be mean. I would, I would just be like, I'm. oh, I'm looking at my phone. I don't see you. No, Even I'd though say I like, know I'm, I absolutely I'm, see them. I'm glad your arm is hurt. I'm not helping you. <laughs> um, you should have planned for this. This is your fault. You should have planned for somebody to help. Why are you picking up a giant sofa with one I arm? Totally, I mean, I totally agree with that. Uh, the lotion in the basket's pretty creepy. Um, yeah, that is creepy. The two that I was really stuck between, I'm going to, okay, so my honorable mention, I'll go with Buffalo Bill being pissed at the dog napper. He really unloads. Like right before Clarice gets there, he is losing it but lector attacking the cops and killing them was much needed in this movie because he almost yeah. comes off as almost likable with how like clever I, he yeah is, you exactly know, yeah how like kind of an not, anti-hero yeah not charming isn't the word but like you know he's like oh he's so smart and like and we don't see he talks about these things but all we see is someone who's really smart devious yeah. we don't see these evil acts of him like killing and eating people you know yeah this really tur- flips that switch of like Holy crap! This is who he is. Like we're we're seeing that other side. You know? See so the I real think, him. Yeah, yeah. I think that was really needed. For um, sure. Even though it was, I wish we had gotten that at least twice in the movie because that was like a very like okay. Because the first half, two thirds of the movie, it's like okay. 
I know it says he's done these things. He's like really smart, but like, it's tough to really picture it. Then you have that scene. You're like, whoa, he was like, that was wild. Like how reminder that he is a psycho. Yes. No emotion. I was like, okay, that was very much needed. And the rest of it is not necessarily not scary, but like, it's more like, oh, there's like this underlying, like what's going to happen. It's more like suspense. That's just pure. Like, no, I'm, I'm attacking and killing. I'm not going to be coy or whatever. Like I'm attacking and killing. Yeah, for sure. What about the funny? I will also say it's not a moment per se, but the masks, like the restraining masks they put on Lecter are good one. Yeah. Really good ones or creepy. It's a good Mm -hmm. creepy image to have. What's your Even though that one is like pushing his nose down. I just oh, like, I did think about that. I was like, dude, that would hurt so bad. That'd be doesn't really annoying. A whole lot of sense, but it doesn't. You would think I, I you'd like, give a little bit of space. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's like the prop department was just like, hey, just deal with it, guys. Come on. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Funniest moments. Is that what we're on to here? Yep. yep. Um, I'll I'll give a quick honorable mention. First of all, I wouldn't say this movie has particularly any purposeful funny moments. I don't think not really. that i'm aware of no um i'll give honorable mention to um whatever her name is in the well struggling to pull the dog down the hole are you really struggling with this five pound dog like just yank it my goodness i know you're like malnourished and stuff down there but god like it's not that strong had the same thought i was like you, if you can't get this you deserve to die yeah if, if, <laughs> if, if, if what is separating you from getting out is pulling like a five pound dog like I, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. I, I don't yeah, know yeah I, I, I agree with you. But I, this one actually made me laugh out loud. And it's when um, they are in the building in Memphis and Hannibal is on the loose somewhere in the building. They're trying to figure out where he is. There's blood dripping down from the ceiling of this elevator. And they're like, okay, that's got to be him. They go up to the top and like look down. And it's a person wearing like the white jumpsuit, whatever, prison guard. Or not prison guard, but prison prisoner outfit. So you're like, okay, what weird stuff is he up to? And it's like all like a bunch of cops and like a SWAT team gathered around like this open elevator door. And you're like, okay, what what tool are they about to bring out? And they just bring out a tiny ladder. <laughs> it's like a four step ladder to go get the tile, the panel down of the elevator. I was. It was just so funny to me because I was like, "Okay, what are they? Are they like going to cut the roof open of the elevator? Or are they going to have like a one of those battering rams to open this thing up?" And they're like, "Oh, just plop down this tiny ladder." I don't know. It made me laugh a lot. What do you? What do you have as your your funniest moment? That was pretty good. Um, I had to go. So first of all, Buffalo Bill is the. I don't know if you ever watched the show. He's the police chief in Psych. Um, if you ever watched that show, uh, or was it Monk? It might be Monk because I watched not Psych, Psych not and Psych. I don't think. Uh, I also, you know, the really it, weird guy in um, Shutter Island, like the really weird prisoner. Yes, I think that's him as well. Really? Yeah. No kidding. That's because now I got to look it up again. As soon as I saw him for the, I was like, I remember this actor as like being the police chief. Um, his name is Ted Levin, or mm-hmm, Levin. Mm-hmm. It is Monk. It is Monk. Okay, um, I was about to say, I've seen a lot of psych. I please don't yes, I had that backwards. Not, I, I can now vi- uh, visualize the psych one. Anyway, those were, I was a big fan of both of those, and they were on pretty much at the same time. So I'm yeah, not that's they true. have to DVR those like 15 years Golden ago. Golden Age. Golden Age. Oh, the yeah, DVR. What a time. What a time to be alive. Anyway, what I had was when they're all like going and, you know, about to chase and everything, he's getting ready. 
when it's the close up and he's doing the lipstick on his mouth, I'm just like, this is so ridiculous, dude. Like, this is so, so ridiculous. Weird. Both imagining the actor doing it, but also like the situation that this whole thing is happening in. I'm like, this is insane. Like, this is so over the top. Where he's like, and the voice is so right. It's such a deep voice. Or it like, reminds me of. I doubt you've seen the movie, the Rocker Hor- Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, but I know what you're um, going after. Yeah, it reminds character. me of that type of voice. Yeah, but yeah, doing all of that to what are you end doing it with down the. There? Uh, it's like and like point on Megum. It's like such a deep. That is how he. I'd I recognize fuck, him. I, like, I think that's me. him. <laughs> then I heard him talk, and I was like, "That's the actor." Like that's that's the police chief actor. Anyway, and for that to be followed up with the. The tucking the the genitals into the mm. legs was uh, gotta love that gotta love that gotta gotta you gotta start your day off with a good tuck anyway best kill Davis Jeff is the best kill this one I don't again this is like one of those movies where most of the kills are like off screen so you don't get very much um, and even then like Clarice shooting Buffalo Bill was not like oh wow um, so I'm going with the only one that you actually got a little bit of action with, and that's Hannibal beating the the police officer to death with his own baton. Because at least you, at the very least, you you didn't get to see any of the police officer getting actually hit, but you kind of got to see the the crazy coldness of Lecter going in on this guy while the blood's kind of splattering on his on his white uh, jumpsuit. So. That would be the best kill for me. I would have said, I don't, you know, they don't really say how the other guy died, but his face ended up off of his body. So that would have been cool, but yeah. I, you, just not being able to see it kind of takes it away. Yeah. I mean, I had, to, there's not really many. I had down the previous female victims. We don't see them get killed, but we at least see like pictures and stuff, but you know, not really counting that. Right. Um, Buffalo Bill, but he just gets shot a couple times. But it has to be like, did you notice? Isn't the cop like flayed open, similar to Midsummer, like in the cell? When they walk in, he's like uh, opened yeah, up or he's like flayed. There's some some part of his chest is like yeah, off, I couldn't tell. Kinda, like, yeah, it's only like you know the outlines. I couldn't tell if it was like his back, like in Midsummer, if it's his. But he like gets flayed and like tied up. I was like, whoa, yeah. it's got to be that. Yeah. That's just like in Midsummer, which he's still alive in that, which. Freaking wild. wild yeah. Um, I had to go with that. I just thought that was a lot of effort to go into uh, putting all yeah, that up too. You're tr- also, you're trying to get out of there quick. Like, wh- why are you wasting that time? It's one of you those know, like, serial killer things that you're like, he's he feels smart enough and confident enough to take his time. You know, one of those type of things. And maybe he was super efficient with it. You know, where he's maybe. like, I can get this done in like two minutes. So I got, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I but choose I to doubt like, that, and, but. That would take so long to like do it, then tie it, pull it up. It's a like, feat of engineering for sure. Yes, with like string, I'm guessing. Like, what does he have in there? You know, there were bed sheets. I know that was yeah, kind of used, like, but like, I don't. Yeah, just seems like a lot of theater for like you want to get out of there. Looked pretty sick though. I'll give him that. Yeah, it did look very good. What What if they come in when he's midway through? He's like, dang, God, ah, like, you got me. No. <laughs> I didn't get away, but I did. This looks really cool, but I didn't. I didn't get away. <laughs> just let me finish, guys, and then you can handcuff but, me. Yeah, then you, he's already dead. Uh, but yeah, the flying <laughs> thing, anytime I see something like that, I was like, golly, especially in 91, that's pretty wild. I was yeah. surprised to see that. So yeah, I had to go with that one. What about Davis, the winner and the loser who won the silence of the lambs for you? I was, this was a difficult one, but I was thinking about what could have prevented a lot of this and, um, what, what could have led to, I guess, 
well, first of all, what could have led to Lecter never getting away is what I would say. Um, I wouldn't say I particularly am a part of this, but the death penalty advocators have a strong case with this man. Movie. That's a good one. A strong case. I don't know how he is not on death. Well, it might be a, a state by state thing. I guess I get that. But um, I mean, he was just sitting there in not even really in jail in like a mental. It's not really facility jail, asylum thing. But honestly, does it matter? We don't even know. Like, does it matter the state even if they have the death penalty? They wanted to keep him because he's like so like so far. There's like we have to study this guy. Like we have to, even yeah. if we have the death penalty. Yeah. I think that's kind of where the, the the problem was. Like we have to study him. If we but at what him, point is that a lost cause? Because they had to put him in a special cell just so he'd stop pe- eating people's faces. And every opportunity he's gotten, he has yes. Him, every opportunity. He's <laughs> like at what point are we like, okay? I know we thought this was a good idea. Maybe we should just cut our losses. I mean, I agree. I'm just saying. I can see a lot of nerds out there, I, like sure, regardless, sure. they'd be like, "Hey, hey, I don't know. There's, we can learn a lot here. We can lose a few more noses off people's faces. It'll be fine. It's It'll okay. Fine. It's okay. I'm That's just saying. Really, really the death row people have a big, big case with this movie. I'd say. That is a honestly, it's a better winner than mine. But I went with someone who's actually in this movie, uh, and I was thinking who. Regardless of everything that's going on or what happens to them or anything is really unharmed and is unaffected by literally anything that happens, okay? Someone is with Buffalo Bill the entire time, does not get killed even after after Buffalo Bill is killed, living a fine life. And you know who I'm talking about. It's Bill's dog. Bill's dog is absolutely the winner in this thing. Literally is around him all the time, is the one thing that he like has compassion for. He gets pulled, you know, the dog gets pulled into the, into the, uh, the well, the well is fine at the yeah. end of it. You know, the, uh, Catherine's like petting it and everything. Dog's fine. Dog lives fine after this. And she could have killed that dog. Yes. That dog, think about it. All the house this is in like could have fallen in the well on accident at some point. Like could have accidentally been hurt with gunfire or a victim or bill himself, whatever. That dog is totally fine. Lived a great life. Was unhappy for probably like 20 minutes. In the well. Yeah. And then yeah. afterward, I would bet they're hinting that Catherine adopts the dog. And the dog is fine. The dog is good to go. So I could see that. And I would like to add, uh, I don't know how enormous this basement is, by the way, but clearly plenty of square footage for this dog to run around. Yes. Plenty yes. of square footage. My loser, um, I have two honorable mention, one actual, which is pretty typical. Um, my first <laughs> honorable mention is man it's a really good reveal when the cops go to the house and it's the wrong house you know and clarice at the other one all that but my god my first one had to be seasoned fbi agents my god you don't know that he's in the house when you bust down the yeah. door my look we've seen this before in movies how does this happen not a great look look for a car look for movement inside look for something i have never been trained by the fbi i bet if you set me out in front of a house anywhere in the country and you say you have to determine is someone inside or not. I think I could do it. Yeah. I really think you give me ten minutes, I could figure out if there's a person in the house or not. Because it's yeah. not even like they went in and it was the wrong person. There was no one inside. It's empty. There was empty. nothing inside, really. Nothing. That is it. Peek through what, a crack in the window. It's what happens when you uh you got outside pressure from like the governor with it being her oh. daughter? They're just like, oh, just bust in as quick as you can. Storm it. Might as well pretty lame. The house. Pretty lame. Uh set up for it too like oh pretend to be a delivery guy this will oh, probably so, work so rough with the flowers yeah, yeah i'll definitely open that uh my other one my my 
almost loser and my loser are both my thought process was who comes out negatively in this film who based off this film would have a negative not reputation but view by people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. first of all the buffalo bills all they're doing is playing games up there there's playing football games in the snow <laughs> they're fine that's true like they're doing their own thing it's kind of like serial killer how, uh, it's kind of like how the women. The, the Corona beer company took a big dive mm, when exactly. coronavirus came out. This is like the same thing for the Bills, yeah. Exactly. Like, why does it have to be called Buffalo Bill? Why, you yeah. know? Yeah. And he, horrible reputation, killing women, skinning them, not great. They have nothing to do with that. They are just an NFL team trying to win games. It's very, very that's true. all they're trying to do. And around this time, very they were true. losing a bunch of Super Bowls, so it's already not they great. They were, yes, that's true. Already not great PR. Um, so, but they caught, they caught a real stray. They caught a real stray. Uh, truly, um, truly could have been called, you know, like Florida Frank or something. You know, it could have been a bunch <laughs> of things. Man, had to be Buffalo Bill. Um, so I felt bad for them. But my real loser, I was thinking, who comes off? Who maybe the Buffalo Bills weren't necessarily overly liked. They're probably, you know, no one cares, and that then maybe they'd have a bad, you know, view or whatever uh, perception. But what is something that had a good perception and it went bad because of this? Mm, had okay. to go with buffaloes, buffaloes, buffalo, <laughs> butterflies. <laughs> buffalo flies. That was great. Uh, buffaloes. Bu- butterflies, or I'm going to go even more specific to the butterfly, the chrysalises. Because mm. when it comes out of the mouth, it's like this creepy, you know, um, like sending this message, this weird thing. People love chrysalises and and butterflies. True. True. But like it's a beautiful thing of look, you know, it's always using like look at the transformation, you know, it's, that's the imagery that it evokes. Not here. It's just about like a, a serial killer's calling card. So you take yeah. something that is loved to like a scary thing. Not a, not a great place to be. So I had to go yeah. specifically. I'll go more the chrysalises, but it does show a butterfly later on. Like you're like, that's kind of creepy. You know. Well, especially if you want to take a step further, the the movie poster for this movie, I, right smack dab in the middle, not a great look. The, I was gonna say you add in the the poster; they're just putting it on blast, putting that butterfly yeah. on blast. Yeah. Um, but yes, the buffalo fly. Uh, Davis, <laughs> what is your loser? Similarly to you, I was looking for somebody. Sorry, just was coughing. Um, somebody to. I, well, I feel I don't know why. I feel like we're always looking for the the financial fallout of, of these movies. It's happened many times. It just makes a lot of sense in my mind. I don't know why. So I really had to go with kind of similar to you with the uh, Buffalo Bills. I had to go with the lotion companies out there. Mm, like, it's good. Ugh, everybody is so grossed out by lotion after watching that movie. Like, I guarantee those sales plummeted. Plummeted. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, I don't want to put lotion how, on. No, how many husbands like, said to their wives, like, in the mornings? Oh, absolutely. It puts the lotion on the skin. Like, how, absolutely. How, like, across America for decades. And then there were subsequently just as many husbands sleeping on the couch. Because they're like, <laughs> you creep. Pizza well, tell you that. You creep. Yeah. You creep. Okay, so. Um, yeah, gross, though. It, it we, just makes something mm, so soothing so disgusting. Butterflies and lotion, or chrysalises and lotion these are things that Typically, are pretty well liked sounds like a good afternoon to me but not no nope. anymore <laughs> who doesn't love putting lotion on a chrysalis who doesn't love that so anyway davis now we get to why we have this podcast in the first place rating scary movies one to 100 on our all-time scary movie list for those of you that haven't been with us we have five categories where davis and i each rate the movie one to ten in that category 
So we each have a score out of 50. We add it together. So we have a final score out of 100. Math. First one, as always. That's why I'm sick, people. You better appreciate that. That was a good note for me. I did forget you were sick. That was good. What do you think of the story, Davis? The story of the Silence of the Lambs. What's a category? (laughs) Not that quiet, if you ask me. Is that a lamb or a sheep? I don't know. Or a, a or a goat or a goat? You know, I don't God. really. What is it? What I is feel... a lamb? No, nah, I think they all kind of sound the same, though. That's true. I guess goats more like <laughs> like scream almost. <laughs> <laughs> so true. They do just scream. They just scream. That was, what I was doing was a sheep lamb. Type. Yeah, goats are uh, like yeah, a goats is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking weirdo goats. Okay. Oh my gosh. What an off track thing to get on. Okay. Yeah. What a, a category to start with here. Um, I was trying this afternoon to think about the story mm-hmm. and think about what I was unhappy with mm. and try mm. to find Going negative. Going negative. Where Which trying to. Try, Which yes. That's <laughs> how I wake up each morning as well. It's like, hmm. <laughs> What do I hate about well, I hate the today? <laughs> but the opposite happened, Ryan, because I couldn't find anything I hated about the movie. And the story, it's a 10 on the story. That's <laughs> right. I know we probably feel differently maybe about the story. I think this is maybe the best detective story I've seen in movie format. Um, having... Clarice as like the the sole woman throughout the the male the male gaze, if you want to say that. That's with a Z, not Y S, you freaks. Um <laughs> having her and in like you the male the, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sorry. So I don't want to get canceled. Um not that that would be the first thing that cancels me, but um <laughs> and the male dominated environment and her kind of getting beat up throughout the FBI and um I think it was interesting how they tied in kind of her backstory of why she wants to figure out this um this murder so bad and why she wants to make a name for herself and then just having having the crazy super stone cold serial killer as the one person that can give you the clues to where this other serial killer is at, but is giving them so like gently and like one at a time to get there and having to go back and forth through all that. And then, I mean, I mean, having Buffalo bill, by the way, very, uh, based off Ed Gein, we've talked about him before on the podcast with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with the whole skinning people and that sort of stuff. Same sort of thing here, but um, having Buffalo Bill doing these absurd things to women's bodies and seeing some of that skin like lying around his house and having the, the well in the basement of his house is super creepy. The leaving the marks of the the pod in the people's mouths that gets found out. I think there's just a really good back and forth between. And I also think it's really impressive that the story has really two villains. And I don't think there's many other movies in general, I would say that 
pull that off well. Typically, like one is really the main villain, and the other one is in the shadows. And I there's feel almost like this three one... with like the doctor being so like the doctor. Yeah, that's a really good point. Like, yeah, kind of like three because the doctor is the one trying to get all the like publicity and exactly. fame from this whole thing. Yeah. So that's a hundred percent right. I just think they balance it all super well. The finding the clues kind of along the way, having to go back to Hannibal Lecter, kind of gives having to give some of herself to him to be able to get the clues and that back and forth. And then I think they do a really good job with some of the twists where like how Hannibal gets away. And you know, the very ending I think is the ending. I think is incredible. Like in another world, this movie again ends with the whole ambulance police car scene, Classic. Um, but it didn't. And it ended on a twist and a really good twist at that. So I just, I, I literally couldn't find places to take away points from. So you think I'm going to disagree big time? I mean, right? Because I went with a four, Dave. I'm just kidding. Uh, I... Oh, wow. Okay. I was about to get kind of upset there. Like, that actually. Was, man, if that, that's, oh, that's a, that's a. I wish uh, I had a heart rate monitor on because That's a good example of why we simple. should have this as a video podcast. Because your face was, that was <laughs> priceless. That was so good. I'm in a nine, Davis. Uh, okay, I'm good. Right okay, all right. Um, we'll take it. We'll take by it. By far my highest category. I guess not by far. It's my highest category. Uh, and here's why. Obviously, it's your highest category as well. It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Nothing could be higher, technically. Yes. So. Um, I agree with what you said. I love the twist. Did not see it coming, and I can usually feel when a twist is coming. Wait, which did one? Not, the, the face that he's still alive. Oh, yeah. Did, did not know that was coming. So um, did not know the twist was there. I agree. There's been a lot of things that have copied this, which is always a great indicator to be a high story rating. Yeah. Um, super influential movie yeah. or story itself, I guess. Yeah. Um, of, um, you know, the, using the, the bad guy to catch the worst guy. We, we've seen this a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's really, you know, that's really good. Um, but also, the only things I didn't like about it, and this might say more about me than the movie. I, I do recognize that. I wish it was fleshed out a little bit more in that I wish we knew more about Hannibal's history than we than we get. Fair, fair. Yeah. I also wish there was just more of a connection between Bill and Hannibal. It bothered me that it's just like, yeah, yeah, I know who it is. It's this guy. Like, I need that fleshed out a little bit. Like, little it, was, more, it was, like, too know? easy. It was, like... Yes, yes. Yeah. It was, like, how does he know? And what are the connections? Show that to us. It was all there. I liked that it's a bad guy catching a worse guy and yada, yada, yada. All those. Th- I really did like it. Just, it felt like it was just a, okay, movie's coming. Like, we need to wrap this thing up. Like, how you know what I'm saying? Like, I wanted to yeah. hear a little bit more about Hannibal's backstory, how they knew each other, why Buffalo Bill is the way that he is. Give me more. Explain it just a little bit better to me. Maybe it's because of the 90s. Like, now they will over-explain. They'll give you, like, everything. Yeah, very true. But, like, I just wanted a little bit more. So that's why I bumped it down. I love everything that's there. I just – if you if you extrapolate it out, I think it could have been even better. Could have been an incredible story versus what I thought was really good. Um, so I agree with everything you said about, like, how it was set up, why it was set up that way. It's just – just lead me a little bit more to the conclusion and everything. Like, lead me a little bit more to, to where we end up. Understandable. What about the scariness, Dave? It's very interested on this one uh, about what you're going to say. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I would have a hard time with anybody advocating for this being a super scary movie. Um, I would I, I would absolutely say that Hannibal Lecter or Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter is a terrifying 
character and image itself. I think you get some of those really scary images of kind of Lecter doing like the Kubrick stare kind of up through his eyebrows at Clarice or just the way he talks is very creepy. I thought the masks, obviously I already mentioned that earlier, but looks really creepy on him. Um, but besides that, I don't think there's a ton that's just flat out scary about the movie. There's certainly no jump scares or anything like that. Um, you do get some gore in there with it. It's not like happening in front of you, I guess. But like when you have the body on the um, whatever it's called, like the medical examiner with, you know, skin missing from the back is pretty disgusting. Or you already talked about the flayed uh, security officer. Um, or of course, like, you know, taking somebody's skin face as a mask off yourself is pretty disgusting. Um, besides that, there's not just a ton else. Like even, even the climax of the movie where, um, Clarice is kind of fumbling around in the dark to find Buffalo Bill is, it, it's not that scary besides that moment when he's like kind of reaching out towards her. Um, and I think it immediately takes a dive of being scary after she just turns around and shoot him. It's, it's like, okay, well that was that should have gone maybe a different way if we wanted to be scarier. Um, and again, not that obviously this movie was trying to be super scary or anything. It's a more psychological thriller, of course, but I'm, I'm at a three. I, I, I would say easier, easily less scary than the average scary movie. If we're looking at when we're looking at it through that lens and that's what we are looking at it as. Couldn't agree more. I'm at a three as well. Um, there's a few scary like moments or results. Like you're saying, the guy flayed open. He sits up the 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 having the cutout face on his face. Everything's very fleeting and very quick. And there's not big scares. There's not long scares. It's way more about thriller anticipation. Not anti- um I mean, yes, but I forget the like suspense. The yeah, suspense. That's the word. Thank you. Suspense <laughs> and thriller type stuff to this. Not scary. I'm going to give it enough just because it was the early 90s. So some of those, how sure. he kills them, and when he has the reveal of the face on his face, like that stuff would be pretty freaky. But For sure. even those, even if those were really scary, there's so few of them. Like Buffalo right, Bill, right. you're creeped out. I don't know how you could be scared by basically anything he does. Like looking down into the well, yeah, it's a, it's a terrifying thing to think of. It's not like you don't see him giving her the lotion saying, put it on, and you're like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, it, it, like there's nothing there to really scare you. It's more just kind of creep you yeah, out or kind of kind of freak you yeah. out, sticks with you. Yeah, weird. It's not scary. And to me, there is a difference there. So scariness, I yeah, I think I we're agree. on the same page. Definitely below – like, no doubt below average um, for the Agreed. Scariness. Agreed. What about the acting, Davis? What do you think of the acting? I mean, first of all, I would say that – Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter is probably perfect casting for the character. And personally for me up there with Jack Nicholson in the shining is one of the best horror performances I've ever seen. Um, and I think very much deserving of like the Oscar he got for it. Um, there's not much to go off of outside of like, him and Jodie Foster's Clarice, you get like the the FBI. I don't know what his title really is, director, whatever. That's kind of um, in with Clarice a lot of times, but he's really not there that much. Um, and I, I will also say uh, Ted Levine 
as Buffalo Bill, I think was did a very good job of being really creepy for the honestly, really, he did not have much screen time in the, at the end of the day in this movie, it felt like, um, I, after watching the movie again, I'm slightly surprised that Jodie Foster won an Oscar for this performance. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was, you know, extremely great or like revolutionary thing. It was good. She played the part very well, but I didn't think it was just outstanding. So based on those mix of things, it would have been a 10 had she been, had Jodie Foster been a little bit better, I think. And I think she's great in the new true Texas season, by the way. Um, but because of that, I'm dropping it down to a nine. Um, just cause I yep. thought it wasn't, it just wasn't quite there with her. We're about on the same track. I think, um, yeah, I think Anthony Hopkins was really good. I thought Jodie Foster was pretty good. Yeah, I am surprised she won Best Actress. Now, I don't know who it's up against. You know, That's the whole I, thing. I, lo- I looked at the competition, and I was like, I've not seen any of these other yeah. movies, so I don't I So don't it doesn't know. seem like it's, you know, it does not seem worthy of that, but it, that is does say more about the opponents than, you know, her performance. And it's but, also probably one of those things that gets a big boost just from being how popular and good yes. the movie was. You know, And that's so. like, it wasn't bad. Uh, it was, she was good. Uh, the problem was after that, and I agree, Buffalo Bill, uh, Ted Levine was good. He needed more, though. I, I have to take off some points because he's I would have liked there. more screen time for him yes, as Yes, well, he yeah. needed more. Like, no doubt. I get keeping Anthony Hopkins. Like, you don't want him out there too much. I get that. Because like, then he becomes can maybe less scary. Ted, my gosh, how much do we get of him in this thing? Like, it is it is not much. Um, no. And I agree, outside of that, I do not think it's bad outside of those three. But there's nothing memorable outside of those three. It's pretty much just normal acting. Like, again, not bad. I'd say average. Like, it's not bad. But I went with an eight. I think there was just I, – I thought I'd be at least at a nine if Ted as Buffalo Bill got more. Anthony Hopkins, really good, really good. If uh, Buffalo Bill got more, that could have carried it. Because Jodie Foster was fine and everyone else was, like, average or whatever. So I couldn't get up to a nine, so I am at an eight because I thought it was one really good performance, one that could have been a really good performance, and one pretty good performance. Mm-hmm. And granted, those are the main three, but for me to get to nine and ten, I need some like elite performances. And they kind of shoot themselves in the foot by having two of their main three not on screen much. I mean, it's 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 a yeah. choice you know they're making. So still an eight though, obviously still really good. Fair. Fair, uh, fair. What about the production, Davis? What'd you think? Um. Overall, really solid, I would say. I was most impressed with the uh, the directing of it and the cinematography of it. Um, I thought it was really interesting how they did a lot of really close-up on faces, especially early on, it felt like. Um, and it was interesting. And I noticed this while I was watching the movie and then didn't really fully get it until I was like looking at some notes about the movie afterwards, but I liked the way that they have um, the close-ups on Clarice. She's like almost looking directly into the camera, but it's just like barely off. And most of the, or I think all the close-ups on anybody else, specifically from Lecter, it's looking directly at the camera, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. Cool. uh, Mm -hmm. Cool aspect about the directing. It makes, I think it puts you as the audience member more in um, Mm -hmm. Clarice's shoes and makes Lecter obviously more scary when he's looking directly at you, the audience member. Um, I think, I mean, 
there wasn't like just a flat out ton of gore happening, but I think they did a good job with what they had um, with the dead body on the table with kind of the flayed guard up on uh, up being suspended or I, I guess the skin mask didn't look just great, but it still was effective enough to be creepy and scary. I'd say um, I liked, they had a lot of really memorable shots, which I think is really impressive as the directing of it. Um, kind of Clarice or Lecter kind of following Clarice as she walks into the room for the first time meeting him. Um, a lot of those shots from their first conversation are really solid. Um, the one shot where his face is kind of visible in the reflection of like the plexiglass when they're talking to each other is really good. The shots of him in, uh, in the, uh, the two masks that they have, I think is a good production thing. Um, because I, I'm pretty sure they made, I think those are custom masks. Like they made specifically for the movie. I don't mm-hmm. think those are anything that are real. So they did a great job of making those look crazy. Um, and I would say that shot of the, the security guard up, tied up with the light kind of behind him is also really solid. Um, and a lot of the sets they have are great too. I mean, Hannibal's prison cell is great. Then his new one in Memphis, like in the giant room, um, I think is really interesting. So I would say they probably, and I think the whole well thing um, at Buffalo Bill's house is a great, um, great set piece as well. Um, I didn't really like the night vision scenes. I thought those were kind of corny and didn't work too Dude, well. For it to end, for it to end on that, oh, yeah, man. it wasn't great. It really wasn't great. It doesn't it, fit like anything else that's going on. No, like yeah. it doesn't fit like the creepiest. And then like, I'm gonna turn the lights off and have night vision goggles. Like what? It, it feels like one of those things that it was probably more like prevalent in the book and they were like okay we have to get this yeah it does feel like that it does feel like that so i don't know but uh, it didn't it didn't it kind of worked but it also didn't work too well i thought so Mm -hmm. and then like some of the some of the more action scenes you don't get very much of with you know hannibal beating the prison guard and all that stuff so there was definitely meat on the bone (laughs) for hannibal lecter (laughs) or for the movie to uh add some more interesting production with the violence of the movie but i'm still at an eight i was overall really impressed with the the directing of it i thought it was a really well directed movie i'm gonna sound like such a hater this is my lowest one i'm at a six um so not that far off I, I really flirted with a five to be totally honest i went back okay, well, and that's forth. pretty far off um i just i was really left wanting more on this i know it was early 90s but it's like i agree the directing is the best thing obviously noticing hannibal lecter looking into the camera all the time and yes, the scenes look pretty, like the sets look pretty good, but I'm just like, man, nothing about the production really blows me away. There's not gore that could be great. Cause even the one where he's flayed, like it's like an outline of him. Like it's just, right. I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of opportunity to do stuff here. When you have a serial killer that eats people and a guy who's skinny women and like, I, I just feel like there's so much opportunity and we, I feel like we just get very little production. Nothing's yeah, bad. Yeah. The lighting's not bad. Sound mixing's when, not bad. Even when Lecter like bites that guy's face, yes. you don't really get much you don't from get, it. Even when he pulls away, it's, it looks like he like barely. It looks done. like a scab I, kind of. Yeah. Yes. It's just <laughs> oh like, I, I was really underwhelmed by the production. Again, it's, you know what? I am going to five. Yeah. I'm talking to myself. <laughs> oh, I am wow. going to five. 
I just like I'm t- I'm looking at for this all time great movie. There's like nothing from the production that really sticks out or that I will remember. You know what I'm saying? And again, it's not bad, so that's why I'm not going below. But it just feels like a lot of what I've seen. And like again, it's always tough to judge because it's been 30 plus years. Maybe it was good for the time, but I'm just like, there's nothing about any of the production that I was like, this was really impressive. It was different. Wow, this was a great, like even great shot. I mean, I I liked how shot. Is there any great shot? I would say so, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I just think that was the number one thing I was let down. And the whole last scene does legitimately factor into this. When she's running from room to room with the gun and the camera's just like with her, I'm like, that feels like that could have been done yeah, a lot better. Yeah, that's one of the weaker. For it being the climax, that's yes. not a great scene. That's where production comes in. Like, do it from her point of view. Get us some cool shots. When he puts on the goggles, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, that's the shot. Like, a green shot of Jodie Foster is like one of the last images. we. It just really feels like they did not put as much into the production as they could have. That's what it feels like from my perspective. Um, so I'm at a five. Like I said, I know I'm going to sound like a hater on that one. It's by far my lowest. Well, I guess scariness is the lowest, but that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. Nobody's you know, blaming me for that one. I don't think. Yes. Yeah. So I knew I'd sound like a hater on that one. I just, I was really let down by the production and I'll, I'll be honest. I don't even know what I was expecting. It's not like I went in expecting like some sure. crazy kills or something, but just, I was expecting better is all. That's why there's two of us. That's right. What about the final one, Davis? The entertainment. What do you think of the entertainment? <laughs> Based off a conversation we had off mic, I think we're going to be different on this one. Um, I think it's a good watch. I really, really do. I think, and I think it's such a good watch because of the story and because of the the actors in it and the job that they do. Um, I like I said, this is my second time watching it. I think. Even knowing the main plot points of the story, I was still pretty hooked into the whole back and forth of it all in the chase. Um, I think any of the scenes with Lecter and Clarice in the same room are dynamite. I wish we would, I think we would only get like four. I wish we would have gotten 10, 12, because I watched that all day long. Um, agreed, agreed. But the, those are so great. Um, and I, I just think the, the whole story of the chase and everything is entertaining. And I mean, like I said before, just watching Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal Lecter's is flat out entertaining to me. Um, we do have to view it through like the scary movie lens and know it's not entertaining and that you're going to get the adrenaline pumping from the scares of it. Um, I still do think there's some good suspenseful scenes in all of it, um, but it's not something that's going to, you know, spike your adrenaline or anything like that. So I'm still, I'm still at an eight for entertainment. I would gladly watch it again. Glad to watch it again. I think it does also drag slightly in some places, but it's still only, I think it's like right at two hours long, which I don't even know if it's two hours. It might've been slightly under, it might've been slightly under, which I was shocked by a famous movie from 1991. That would never happen. Yeah. That never happens. Shocking. Um, to be totally honest. Uh, I'm really not too far off um, oh, from you. I thought um, you were going to say like a three. Uh, no, I'm at a seven. I think it's oh, okay. Good. We're fine it's, then. Yeah, it's an entertaining movie. I was just expecting a nine or a ten. When okay. I hear this is like an okay, all-time okay, movie, okay. I'm expecting a nine or a ten, and that's a that's a big difference. A ten and a seven or a nine and a seven is a big difference because it's not just like a six to an eight or something. like that is a massive difference. Where I'd say like, yeah, good movie, not like this all-time. Like yeah, I'll I'll watch it again. But it's not one they're like, man, I cannot wait till the next time I see it. It's not going to be anything like that. Um, 
But like I said, I, I wasn't really – it was neither extreme. I wasn't like ready for it to end, but I also was not like, oh, I needed more of that. You know, I was kind of like, okay, like that that felt like about right. Like I wasn't like, okay, let's go. Like now I was ready for it to get started early on. I was like, I want something to start happening. Once we got going, I was like, okay, this is pretty good. Once Buffalo Bill comes into it, it's a lot better. Once we actually see him and he's like doing things and he's not just this title. Sure. Um, that's a lot better. Um, but yeah, I, I, I totally agree with the scenes of them together of Clarice, uh, Hannibal, like those are the best ones. Uh, but overall I was just, again, it, it probably is more my expectations than it is, um, um, the actual like the reality itself. Yeah. But yeah. I was just, I was expecting so much more and it is good. Uh, and I'm sure if I saw this for the first time when no one had told me anything about it, I'd probably think it was even better. But when you're expecting a 9 or a 10, a 7 is very disappointing. If you're expecting yep. an average movie, a 7 is really good. It's like what we do with like Nightmare on Elm Street. We're expecting like <laughs> a 5 or lower, and then we're like, wow, this was really good, you know? True. So true. part of that is measuring expectations versus reality. But, um, again, we're not crazy far off. No, no, that's good. That's good. Um, that's good. I will say, but, what, just to – because I forgot to put it as a note or note it while I was talking about production. And I was a really big fan of it. So I just want to talk about it for a second. Also really big fan of um, the way twice before in the movie, um, it kind of does a, a back and forth thing um, mainly with Clarice. Um, I think one time coming out of like the FBI station and another time um, at the, like the funeral home where it's kind of flipping you're thinking it's modern day Clarice, but then it goes back to her as a child and it kind of sets up that same switch. We get at like yep. the climax of the movie. I was really mm -hmm. big fan of that. That too. was good. That was good. Um, so overall we're not too far. So I'm a 32 out of 50. You're a 38 out of 50. Not bad. Uh, only six points apart coming together for a nice clean 70, nice 70 out so of 100. close to a nice number. Now, if only. Where do you think that rates on our all-time scary movie, Davis? Seventy, man, that's a solid number. Out that's of a 62 really solid movies number. now, sixty-two movies. That's going to be. I would say that's going to be like twenty-four. It's a good guess. Yeah, coming that might be in too low. The Silence of the Lambs coming in with a seventy out of one hundred. It is now ranked at number twenty. On our all-time yeah, scary movie I think list, it might be slightly though. But it is right in a logjam. One point below it, Psycho. Two points below it, Cabin in the Woods. A half a point ahead of it, Evil Dead Two. One point ahead of ahead of it, Baba Duke and Insidious Two. Two points ahead of it, Sinister. Three points ahead of it, Halloween. Four points ahead of it, Saw. Five points ahead of it, Scream. It's I mean one point here and there, and it's rocketing up or down uh, with where it's at. You could have gave that category a six, but you brought it down to a five. So that, well, uh, also well. You know what we should look at? What about um, we gave it a six combined on scariness? If this was legit scary, yeah, yeah. say we each give it a six. That's six more points overall. If it's up at a 76, it's with Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise, Nightmare on Elm Street, Conjuring 2, Jaws, Us. That's the group that it's in. So that is a so big, close, but so a, far away. A missing ingredient to a scary movie on a scary movie podcast. But number yeah. 20, <laughs> still good for only getting six out of 20 on the scariness. Pretty good. Really, really, I mean, 20, really high. Uh, yeah. Really speaks to the strengths it does have, honestly. 100%. 100%. Um, we always have two questions before we get out of here, Davis. First of all, could this happen in real life? I There's 
almost nothing in this movie that couldn't happen. Maybe the most unrealistic part is Hannibal getting out with the face Okay, mask. thank you. I was about to say, there is one thing that's just not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. And even if he does get out, he's putting the face on his face. I'm telling you, this was such, like, this really took me out. Like, generally, yes. Generally, I would say for sure. That part alone, though, it's like, okay, this puts up some red flags for me. I got a problem yeah, with it. Yeah, got yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but... So basically, if I'm putting out of 10, 10 being that 100% could happen, it's like a 9.5, 9.6, 9.7. Like, very little else could happen. I mean... I I mean, it would be difficult, I guess, for him to just disappear like that without any... I mean, he's a pretty high-profile... He's a pretty high-profile guy. That's the whole thing. Like, I don't know, but mostly, absolutely, yes. It could happen. Last one, Davis. Would you recommend this movie? You didn't give your answer for that. I did. I said for sure, except for that little area. Generally, yes, but that one little area is a... Yeah, yeah. I can't just take your face, put on my face, like, this is Ryan right here. It's like, (laughs) or this is Davis. You know, it's definitely him. So let's get out of here. But would you recommend this movie, Davis? Mostly, I would say absolutely yes. The only time I wouldn't recommend it is if somebody's asking for like a scary, scary movie that they want to be scared by. Then it'd be like, okay, that this movie is not just going to flat out scare you. But otherwise, yeah, hell yeah, I'd recommend. I think that's the number one thing I would say. Like, well, depends. Are you looking for a scary movie? You're yeah, coming to yeah. the scary movie podcast about a scary movie? No, but generally answering the question, yeah. Like g- generally answering the question. Um, let's see what I actually wrote down. I said, I put down, I mean, obviously. So yeah, it's uh, like, obviously you would uh, promote it. Like it's a good movie, good actors. Whole thing. It's a scary movie podcast, Ryan. We has to be judged as a scary movie. It does have to be. So if someone's coming, asking for a scary movie, no. But they're coming, you know, for. Just a good movie. Just a, just good, a good, solid movie, movie. You know, then yeah. Then yeah. You don't seem too excited about that, but that's okay. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for your 60-second episode of Talk of the Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. Again, as we mentioned earlier, wherever you're currently listening to us, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, Apple Podcasts, whatever, go on there, follow us, give us five stars. You can also follow us on Twitter. That's where you can really give us the reviews. Davis, tell us more about that. Me, your co-host, Ryan King at Ryan underscore King underscore now. Follow Davis and the show also on Twitter at Davis. What can they do? Excuse me. You can follow me on X at the real double D's just DS. And then you can follow the podcast on Twitter. Uh, Yeah. That's separate sites. I know it's confusing. Um, You can follow the podcast at talk of the house underscore all one word underscore at the end. Of course, go give any movie recommendations, anything you want to tell us about the podcast also need to go follow the Twitter because the day or two before the new episode yeah. will drop. We will sometimes give a. I was <laughs> trying to make it subtle. <laughs> we will drop what the the uh. movie will be for the upcoming podcast that will drop on Friday. So if you do want to watch it ahead of time, you have a little bit of wiggle room to uh, get that watch. I'm busy, Davis. God, I know. Please. My God, you're driving up to. I mean, you're driving. You're so round far. trip probably an like hour and a half, two hours at least. At least hour yeah. forty five. Be like, hopefully an hour and a half. But thank yeah. you everybody for joining us for the 62nd episode of Talk of Haunted House, a scary movie podcast. The Silence of the Lambs, a 70 out of 100, number 20 on our list. Very good when you're competing against scary movies on a scary movie scale and you're not that scary. 
pretty good to beat out 42 other movies. So congratulations, Silence of the Lambs. All of you, it's a really dark time of the year. It's February. Valentine's Day is over, but it's still dark and cold and winter time. We need daylight savings to get, you know, to make it more light outside. Like, Amen. Uh, but maybe this is when you thrive. Maybe. I'm not thriving. I'm sick as a dog right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Maybe you thrive, though, unlike Davis, because you like when the sun goes down early. You like that. Because you always enjoy when the light goes away. And any time of day, you can always come here for your daily dose. Of darkness. Of darkness. Ryan, this is my goat impression. Ready? <laughs> <laughs>